0: Welcome, Welcome. my name is Eline and I'm a holistic coach offering personal and transpersonal coaching for DJs and producers in electronic electronic music. I am happy to invite you in and to get comfortable for the next hour. This is a brave space, a place where it is safe to get vulnerable and talk openly about the pitfalls of being active in electronic music. Anxiety, depression, Addiction, Addiction. the inability to find balance in music and in life, the pressures of staying relevant, and the many ways this competitive environment can affect mental health. Through a series of interviews with artists, artist managers, coaches, yoga teachers, meditation gurus, and more, I will help uncover a variety of ways to support and enhance mental health of artists in the electronic scene. I welcome you to join me on this holistic exploration of artists' well-being. In this space, diversity and equality are respected. So listen with an open heart. Let your unconscious mind soak it all in. For the next hour, you don't have to do anything. Just get comfortable, take a deep breath in and mind the music. welcome to this episode of Mind the Music. I am so, so glad that you're here and that you're tuning in for another episode. I'm going to share with you on this episode three mindset shifts that you can make as a DJ and a producer so that you can cultivate greater wellness in dance music. Now, I'm taking the material for today's show from a mindset training that I did for DJs and producers who are really struggling to land DJ gigs or releases. And who are stuck in certain mental blocks that actually keep them from successfully achieving that goal of getting released um, and or getting booked. And so I took bits and pieces of that training because I thought it was just so, so powerful. And I really wanted to share... um, know part of that training with you and share with you these three really powerful mindset shifts that you can make and so what i will be covering today on today's show is number one fomo number two how you should stop waiting for the perfect time or the ideal conditions because that's not going to enable you to fast track your um success um in dance music by finishing your tracks and DJ sets faster or more easily in fact it's actually going to keep you from doing just that and you're only going to drag it out much much longer so definitely um, have a listen to that one because that is one that I see and hear many DJs and producers um, trip over let's say and then thirdly I'm going to talk about how giving money too much power really keeps you from up leveling in dance music. So as I said, I picked um, the three most powerful pieces from a free mindset training that I did and I put them together for you inside of this show. And I really, truly hope that you enjoy it and that you will um, make breakthroughs and have aha moments um, from this show if you want to share with me how it went then you are definitely welcome to join my facebook group it's called the electronic music wellness club on facebook and there we can talk more about the breakthroughs and the aha moments and the experiences that you have gotten from this show i hope you will enjoy it and i will speak to you soon So my name is Eileen. I'm the founder of my company called The Unicorn Mothership. And it is my mission with my company to help shape the dance music community into a more healthy, more inclusive and more positive environment for everybody who wants to build a life around their passion for electronic music. For the past almost six years, I have worked with DJs and electronic music producers as a holistic coach and I help them get confident about their next steps so that they can move the needle in dance music, whatever that looks like for them, whether that's being released or being booked as a DJ or anything else for that matter. Um, And I do that through cultivating personal wellness and mental well-being. Now, the reason why I chose this field is because I've been active in the music industry for 20 years already, a little over 20 years actually. I was 15 when I first entered the music industry. And through my musings in the music industry, I really realized, especially as I entered nightlife and club culture, I really realized how much there was a lack of a focus on wellness and well being and i also worked as an artist manager and artist handling and all of that beautiful stuff and so i really spent so much time behind the scenes in clubs at festivals at parties really seeing you know how detrimental a life in in this culture in this industry can be but also how badly sometimes um, djs and producers are treated and it's not always because people want to treat you badly. It's just because they have no clue as to how to put you as a person front and center. And in the end of the day, we're all here for the human experience. We're human beings. And so, what I know to be true is that focusing on your personal wellness and mental well being first as well as knowing exactly what to do to know how to finish your tracks or your DJ sets and get it in the ears of the right people is what's going to help you to have a successful release or to be booked successfully for DJ gigs, basically to move the needle in dance music. Um, By the way, if anything that I'm saying resonates with you, if there's anything that you want to share, please drop it in the comments below, okay? now. One more thing about me, I have a little bit about my background. I have a degree in Eastern languages and cultures with a minor in cultural anthropology and Hinduism. Um, So a lot of my approach is really a philosophical, metaphysical approach, uh, really looking at you as a human being and how every area of your life is intertwined, interlocked, interconnected, how all of that communicates with each other because you are more than the sum of your parts, right? So if something is lacking in your music area of your life, it's going to overflow into another area and vice versa. I also got trained and certified as a holistic life coach in personal and transpersonal coaching um, by a therapist and life coach who has been working in this field, not in the music industry, but as a life coach and a therapist for over 30 years now, I think. Um, At the time when I was training with him, it was already 25 years. Um, And he developed his own very specific framework. more of a worldview, I would say. It's not necessarily a framework. It's more of a philosophy, a life's philosophy. Um, and because I have a background in Eastern languages and cultures, that was just really something that attracted me to him and wanted me. Well, actually, he invited me to train with him, and that really was was how I kind of you know rolled into life coaching. I never thought I would do that, but I did. And so quickly, personal and transpersonal coaching means personal is everything that's happening on the inside, your emotions, your thinking, your mindset. And transpersonal means everything that's happening outside of you. That's more or less outside of your circle of control and that has an impact on you. You know, society, faith, belief systems, all of that stuff.
1: 난 이렇게 난 말할래 널 좋아해 널 사랑해 널 좋아해 널 사랑해 널 이렇게 난 사랑해 난 이렇게 난 말할래 널 좋아해 널 사랑해 널, 사랑해 널, 사랑해 널 좋아해 널 사랑해 울쩍 삼켜버린 너와 나의 추억들 다 잊혀지겠지 처음 마주했던 기억도 함께 했던 짧은 순간 모든 색채까지도 모두 아름다웠어 너와 함께 했으니 난 Why do you love me? Do you hurt me? Why don't you love me? Why don't you love me, my baby? <목소리> 널 이렇게 난 and 난난 말할래 널 좋아해, 널 a 널 좋아해, 널 사랑해. 널 이렇게 I do 널 좋아해, or 널 좋아해, 널, 사랑해, 널 사랑해. Why do you love me? I'm just saying I don't know that I love you I'm just saying you're do I promise you? Do I promise you? Do I promise you my man? Why do you love me? Why, Why do you hurt me? Why, Why don't you love me? Why? Why don't you love me? My baby Do I promise you? 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 Do promise Do I promise you? Do I promise you? Why you?
0: The reason why I've seen FOMO be such a huge mindset block for many DJs, producers, and a mindset block, a mental block, even in, you know, keeping them from successfully landing DJ gigs and releases is because FOMO takes you away from doing what you actually want to do in your heart of hearts. And it puts your focus towards thinking, um, focusing on what you think you should do, right? So there's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of, you know, people out there who will tell you exactly how to do things or have like step-by-step plans for how to release your music, how to get it out there, which is great because it's amazing, like the amount of resources that are available to us. However, I want to encourage you to really pick and choose the ones that feel good to you so that you can actually focus on doing what you actually want to do on your own terms, rather than thinking that, oh, I have to do it in a certain way, in a cookie cutter way. Otherwise, I won't have success. Otherwise, I will not successfully land DJ gigs or releases, okay? That's something that I really want you to remember. Because oftentimes what happens is when you are so focused on, oh, this is how I should do it because so-and-so has done it, when you're trying to copy-paste somebody else's path to their success, then chances are along the way you're going to get blocked because you don't know exactly what the other person has done behind the scenes even to land the DJ gigs or the releases that they have landed or just to have the success in dance music that they have. And so what FOMO is also doing to you, it's you trying to be everywhere and you trying to be knowledgeable about everything ranging from music theory to music business, right? Drop me a one in the comments below if that sounds familiar to you. Trying to be everywhere and to be knowledgeable about everything and anything as it relates to music business, music theory, and everything in between. You know, marketing, promotion, um, networking, all of that stuff. Drop me a one if that sounds familiar to you. Now, the reason why this is a mistake in your mindset is because you have to know that you cannot know everything of everything. And you also have to know that you cannot be everywhere. Okay. So what I want you, what I want to encourage you to do is really think about this because when you are trying to be everywhere, when you're trying to know everything about everything, what happens is it really scatters your focus. It scatters your energy. It scatters your attention. It scatters your resources, right? Because you're really, spending trying to spend time in so many different places and you're not doing it well because you're just trying to be in too many places at the same time with places i I mean for example social media channels or maybe well currently virtual conferences to network or just literally like places online i think is mostly what i see happen like trying to be in every facebook group and every discord server and every social media accounts, social media channel, even like trying to just really be everywhere. Excuse me, I have a nose itch. Um, And that really scatters your energy, your attention, your focus, your time, and even your money, all of your precious, precious resources, right? So really having that fear of missing out really turns you into this person that's constantly trying to play catch-up because you're trying to do everything and be everywhere, and that just does not get you anywhere, okay? So drop me a one if that feels familiar to you or even if it's something that you have not experienced yourself but you have seen in the music industry. I'm quickly going to check the comments here because I can see Tar is responding. So Tar, you're a DJ producer. Your next goal is simple, produce an EP to start sending to labels and landing a gig for my new DJ self. Awesome. I love that, Tar. I really love that. Um, I would also actually love to hear from you, Tar. Um, Do you have an idea of the label or labels that you would like to be released on or do you want to self-release? And also landing a DJ gig, do you have any idea specifically as to where you would like to play specific venues, festivals, parties, whatever, like the more specific you can get, the better, right? Because then again, you really can direct your focus. (laughs) I love this. I definitely feel that I have that I have to have the capabilities of a Swiss army knife. I love that. I really love that. That is really literally what so many people feel like they have to do. And you know what? It's really very, very common, right? Because most of us, and I think I touched upon this yesterday as well, when you enter the music industry, you are more likely than not DIY, right? Like you're doing everything yourself. So you're a one man, one woman, one person show. And I want you to think about this like from the lens of an entrepreneur. You're an entrepreneur. You're constantly undertaking things. So on the one side, you have the creative side. You have the product, right? Like you're creating your music. You have your products. But then you need to get that product out into the world. Well, at least if you are aspiring to be that kind of artist, right? If you want to get released, get booked, then you need to get your products out there and that really and i think it was nell who said this yesterday on yesterday yesterday's video like so so much work goes into the music getting it into into our ears i think was how she put it like so much work and time goes into that we don't we often don't realize how much time and effort is spent Um, on getting music in the ears of people, right? And so I see DIY artists as entrepreneurs. You really have to wear many, many hats. And so even more so, it's important for you to not fall prey to FOMO and to really, really focus your attention and your resources towards what you really, really want to do and not what you think you have to do because you have seen others do it. And so you're just copy pasting their path, their path to success or the way they're doing things or their strategies or their time management tools or whatever it is. Little side notes, there is nothing wrong with modeling somebody else, right? Like I have my own business. There are different business owners that I admire, that I think have a great business model that have the value system that I have or something similar. Um, So there's nothing wrong with using other people or other businesses as an example. However, when it comes down to feeling like you have to know everything of everything, like being the Swiss army knife, that's where in your mindset, there's kind of a block happening. There is a gap. And you will want to bridge that gap to where you can really be somebody, you can be a DJ producer who really focuses their attention on what you really truly want to do in your heart of hearts. Okay, let me know if that makes sense. Like drop me an emoji in the comments below. Uh, Let me see what you're saying here, Tar. For labels, I'm thinking rave alerts, Index, expel your demons, awesome. Okay, so you're really, really specific on that. That's really good. That's really awesome. Um, okay. So let me see what else I had here. Okay. So one more thing that I wanted to share with you. So again, diving into FOMO, when you have, you know, a fear of missing out, you're trying to be everywhere. It's scattering your focus, your resources, Uh, you know, we've went all over that. So what happens then, like FOMO is not sustainable. Okay. It is not sustainable to try to be, Every, everywhere and do everything and, and know everything, it's not sustainable. At some point, you are going to get overwhelmed. And then what happens when you are overwhelmed, then what happens, again, I see this often, and this is also something I experience myself, by the way, when I'm overwhelmed. What you will do is you will try to find that one right step that is going to be the big thing that makes all the difference, Okay, let me repeat that. When we are overwhelmed, we tend to try and find that one big step that is going to make, no, sorry, that one right thing that is going to be the big step that's going to make all the difference, right? And so we constantly focus on that. I must find that one thing, that one thing that's going to make me take that one big step and that's going to make all the difference. There is no such step. There is no such thing, okay? But the thing is, we put so much pressure on ourselves to find that one right thing that we really stay in that cycle of overwhelm because we're already pressuring ourselves into knowing everything and being everywhere because we're doing everything on our own and we feel like we just have to know everything. And also, in my experience, I've been in the music industry for over 20 years Um, I've also seen that it's kind of like not so cool to admit if you don't know anything and it's really a thing to kind of always be on right like to always be I don't know how else to explain it like to always be on like it's kind of expected of you like you always have to be following the last trend or you have to be underground enough or you're not mainstream enough or it's always something like it's it's impossible to follow right but So there's already a lot of overwhelm and a lot of pressure from the music industry to kind of always be on. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves to know everything and to be everywhere. And then when we get overwhelmed, we put pressure on ourselves to really find that one right thing, like to find that one solution. And especially in, you know, in the music industry, DJs and producers tend to be perfectionists. So if they don't find that one perfect thing, then they rather not do that at all. And it's really like full circle. It's like this whole cycle of overwhelm that just keeps happening over and over and over. And so the way to get out of that, the solution is really it starts with your mindset. It starts with really exploring the belief systems that you have about your craft about your path in the music industry and understanding where you picked up on those beliefs right and so really making mindset changes because once once you change your perspective on things once you change the way you think about things you really change the outcomes why because your thoughts are different Different thoughts will influence your decisions because you feel differently about things. So you will make different decisions. When you make different decisions, your actions will be different. And when your actions are different, your results are different. Okay. Let me know if that makes sense. Um, And so really it comes to tackling the mindset first, like breaking down what it's like now And then really building it up into um, a growth mentality, right? Into a mindset that will help sustain you longer term. And it all begins with awareness. And that's what we're doing here. We're really building awareness around the things that are wrong in our mindset, um, are wrong in our actions, building awareness around that. And once we know what we feel is something that we can change, that is within our circle of control, we can take accountability for that. And we can also learn to go into acceptance around the things that maybe we are feeling that are not within our circle of control. Waiting for the perfect time or the perfect conditions. Like, stop doing that. Okay. Stop waiting for the perfect time or the perfect conditions because there is no such thing. Really, there is no such thing. It does not exist. So, that's reason number one why you should stop doing that. Reason number two is oftentimes when we are waiting for the perfect time or the perfect conditions, we just really think, like, it's okay. I still have, you know, I still have more time. And when i spend more time on something it's going to make me more productive that is also not true more time does not equal more product productivity it does not um in fact waiting for the perfect timing um, or the ideal conditions for you to finish your tracks finish your dj sets get it out there get it in the ears of the right people is just an excuse that you give yourself to let yourself off the hook from doing the real work. And the real work, whether that is actually finishing your music or when you already have finished material, getting it out there in the world and really doing the work to get it in the ears of the right people, that can often be really uncomfortable, especially as you are, for example, when you're you know, in the process of finishing your music, finishing your work, it can be really uncomfortable because it's really oftentimes a moment in a creative process where you get blocked, you get creative blocks, you start procrastinating on things, you feel the pressure, maybe you're overwhelmed with all of the different things that you still have left to do. And so it can really get super uncomfortable for you to really kind of go with your attention inward and really look at what's really, really going on. Oftentimes we really prefer to avoid that because we're afraid of what we're going to um, discover about ourselves or about our work. Um, And oftentimes this is really fear-based thinking and our protective egos kind of kick into gear and give our minds a reason or an excuse to not move forward, to not do the thing, to not finish the track, to not reach out to the label, to not uh, send our DJ sets to a booker or a club promoter or whatever it is that you want to do. So really the perfect time, the perfect conditions, they do not exist. It is a myth. It is something that your mind has made up to really protect you from doing the thing that you actually want to do, but that you fear. And maybe now you're thinking, I don't have any fear around that. Well, actually, if you really, really look at it, if you get really honest with yourself, if you don't have any fears around that, then what are you waiting for? Literally waiting for the perfect time or the perfect conditions. Like I need to get my studio perfect first, or I need to clean up my studio first, or I need to organize all of my music first, because that makes it easier for me to record my DJ set. Um, I need to take one week or one month of vacation so that I can really, really put all of my focus and all of my attention on this thing so that I can do the tracks. Like these are all things that clients of mine have told me. And every single time I'm like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit excuse, You're just using this as a reason, a made up reason to let yourself off the hook from doing the thing that you really need to do because some somehow somewhere in there there is something that makes you feel uncomfortable pushing outside of your comfort zones and really doing things that are outside of your circle of control because you cannot control exactly how people are going to react to your music you cannot even control exactly how your music is going to turn out right like it's a living process And so that oftentimes really makes us feel like, "Mm, I don't have control over this. That really makes me feel comfortable uncomfortable i mean um, and then what you do is you base your decisions on fear on on the fear of it's not going to turn out the way you want to it's not going to happen when you want it to happen and so you choose to do nothing at all because then you can avoid feeling the uncomfortable feelings feeling the fear uh, facing the fear um, even though oftentimes when we really look at it afterwards we're like okay it wasn't really that bad. What like what was I thinking? But it can be so so strong, like so powerful in a way that it just really stops us and it really keeps us from successfully finishing our music and getting it in the ears of the right people. Okay. So if anything resonates with you, drop me a comment below. Like let me know, say yes or no or let me know what exactly resonates with you. I would definitely love to hear from you. Now What is going on here? So if you are somebody like, drop me a one in the comments below. If you are somebody who tends to think that you have to wait for the perfect time or the perfect conditions in order for you to finish your music or move ahead with the next steps to get it in the ears of the right people, drop me a one in the comments below if that is something that um, you have caught yourself doing or thinking, Um, I would definitely love to hear from you. The thing is, what we really want to do is we want to look at the actual problem. Like, what are you using this excuse for? Um, Is it procrastination? Are you experiencing a creative block? Is it pressure that you're feeling that you put on yourself or that maybe you feel from outside of you? Maybe there's pressure from a label or a manager um, or whoever it is that maybe you're working with that is on your team. Um, I've also definitely heard a lot of stories around that, like working with my clients, that sometimes the pressure from the team, from the artist manager, the booker, um, you know, the label manager can get so high that it's just becoming literally impossible to kind of be in that flow and work on music and the whole creative process is blocked. And in some cases, it really changes the relationship um, with your music because it's just the pressure is just too high. So that could also be what is going on. So we really want to look at What is below the surface? What is really going on there? um, And what you're using this excuse for? Because in the end of the day, we all have 24 hours in a day. We all have the same 24 hours. And what really matters is how you spend those 24 hours. And more importantly, how you decide and choose to spend them because it is a decision. Even procrastinating when it really comes down to it is a decision, okay? So it's really all about looking at how you're actually spending your time and that's what matters. It doesn't matter how much you're doing in, a, in like one hour, how productive you feel you are, because oftentimes we can just really keep ourselves busy just to kind of feel like we're doing something. And I actually covered this, I think, in day two or day three when we were talking about overwhelm. I think that was day two. So definitely check that out because that's really like good stuff um, that I want you to see that will definitely give you breakthroughs and aha moments. But oftentimes it really comes down to really looking at like doing the things that truly, truly matter. And we all have the same 24 hours in a day. If that is something that you believe in, unless you're more into the quantum theory, like, you know, everything happens in the same space at the same time. If that is your jam, then you're good. Like then time is not an issue for you. Right. Um, But in the end, like the way we are living our lives now, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And so what you want to do first and foremost, mindset is key. 80% of Your success in dance music comes from the right mindset. You can have all the strategies you want. If you don't have the right frame of mind to back it up, the belief to back it up, then it's not going to happen. Then you're going to fail with each and every strategy over and over. Shorter term, your strategy will work, but longer term, it will just fail. It won't be sustainable. You have to have that mindset. Secondly, you need to really have a clear, bigger picture vision of what it is that you truly, truly want Why? Because that helps you to get a sense of direction, to focus your attention, your resources towards building that vision, making that glimpse of the life that you feel you can have in dance music a reality. And secondly, it really helps you with decision-making, okay? It helps you with decision-making because when you have that clear vision and there is something that you make have to make a decision on, you can test that decision, that action that you need to take against your vision And if that action is actually something that's going to help you build your vision, then good, you're good to go and you get to move forward. If it's a no, then you know you don't have to spend any time on that. And having that vision really helps you to be in that decisive energy instead of really being like um, going back and forth and having crippling self-doubt take over and you're just like freezing and doing nothing, okay? And then thirdly, it's really all about consistency. You just really have to take action. And there's this really amazing quote that one of my first um, coaches, my first business coaches and marketing coaches um, always used to say, or still is saying, um, clarity comes from engagement. So in doing the things, you will actually learn what works for you and what doesn't, okay? So in making the mistakes and doing all of the things that maybe you will fail at, you will understand what is actually working for you and you will get more clarity um, and more, um, yeah, more clarity around what it is that you truly want, right? Because sometimes we aren't really sure about something and then we just think like, okay, let me just give it a try just as an experiment. And then if it turns out not to be your thing, then at least, you know, so clarity comes from engagement, And so really taking those actions on a consistent basis is really super important because when you have that right mindset and that clear vision, you can really base your actions on that and your actions will actually have the effects that you desire. And those are called inspired actions. It's actions that you take from a sense of knowing, from an inner sense of knowing like this is what I meant to do next. And then you can really rest assured in having this self-belief, this trust this faith and this inner knowing that your next inspired action is always going to be provided no matter what. And this is actually what I've just talked about, like getting in the right mindset, building your clear vision and taking consistent inspired actions is actually the exact process that I teach all of my clients. And I have formalized this process in my course called Move the Needle, which is a 21 day wellness program for DJs and producers who are ready to move the needle to finish their music and their DJ sets and their tracks and to get it in the ears of the right people so that they can get released and booked. And all of that, all of that can happen within 21 days. I've seen my clients do it in less than that. So you can definitely do that in 21 days. such a juicy topic, for many a taboo topic. And so I really felt like I needed to include this um, in this training. So having a positive and growth mindset around money is really a much needed skill that I think every DJ and producer should possess, um, especially if you're looking to make a living in dance music from your music, Um, and really sustain yourself doing what you love, which is music, right? And also doing it in a way without feeling like somebody is suddenly going to pull the rug from under you. So all of this really starts with cultivating the ability to clear out money blocks, clear out any negative limiting beliefs that you have um, about money through doing Mindset work on money, money mindset work so that you can get paid to play or get paid to um, for your releases, obviously, your music that's coming out. Um, and also so that you can always feel confident when it comes to asking for the fee that you feel that you deserve. And that is of the highest good of you and everybody involved. What that means is, for example, when you are being asked to play, at a party, you really want to feel confident asking for the fee that you feel you deserve. But that is also of the highest good of everybody involved. The party promoter, the events organizer, the club, the whoever it is that's hiring you. Okay. And the same also goes for, um, you know, getting payouts for releases and so on and so forth. You really want to get super clear and have a really positive attitude towards money um, so that negotiations around money or money talks don't have to be awkward and uncomfortable, which for many of us are. So this leads me to my first question. Drop me a one in the comments below um, if you feel uncomfortable or awkward talking about money. Just drop me a comment below. Now, really what I want to do is stick to the basics here for today's training and look at what money really is. This is something that I had to learn um, over the past year. I started working with my business and money mindset coach last year in June. So it's almost a year now. And I really hired her um, first and foremost to handle and tackle my negative money mindset. I have so many negative beliefs around money. Um, that I had been dragging out like these negative patterns that were repeating themselves over and over and over, like to a point where I was literally almost fucking up my life. Like, I kid you not. I have at some point um, had to go to court because my landlord felt like they had to drag me to court because I just really was not um, good, being good with my payments um, on my rent, on other stuff like really that's how far I let things come because I really had such a bad attitude around money, limiting beliefs around money, things that I had picked up from my parents, specifically from my mom, because I grew up mainly with my mom. And this is no like bad rep for my mom, okay? She also has a lot of work that she needs to do around money. And I just kind of adopted her attitude. Of course she means well. Um, and as I'm adult, an adult, I am responsible for my own mindset and my own attitude around money. So I really thought it was time to change it, which is why I started working with um, a coach. And so this work is really so, so important, especially because obviously if you want to make a living in dance music, you really, really need to be clear on the money blocks that maybe you have that are keeping you from really earning um, and receiving the money that you feel like you deserve. Now, first of all, um, what i want to what i want for you to do is when i say the word money and i've said it a lot now but when i say the word money i want you to drop in a comment below the first word that comes to mind okay drop me in a comment below the first word that comes to mind when i say money i would love to hear from you now i'm pretty sure that for many of you that word is not going to be positive and I actually have news for you. And this is something I discovered myself as well. Money is good. Money is good. Money really is good. Money is a tool that we use to exchange for something that we love and need. And that's it. That is it. What is money? It's just a tool for exchange. Okay. It is just paper and copper or whatever material is used to make coins or a number on your bank account, um, on your banking app. It's just that, it's nothing more than that. And it's really around the stories that you tell yourself around money where the emotional charge comes in. So it's not the money in itself, Because that is just a piece of paper, right? Like when you're holding a $100 bill or a 100 euro bill or 50 or 20, whatever, it's just a piece of paper, okay? And you're exchanging that piece of paper for something that you want or need and that's it. But it's the story that you tell yourself that really creates that emotional charge around money. Because when you really think about it, when you have like a regular piece of paper in your hand, let's say like a flyer or just like an empty piece of paper, like I'm, I'm not really seeing one here right now, but if you give that to somebody, because for example, somebody says like, hey, I need a piece of paper to make some notes on something and you give them a piece of paper, do you have fear around that? Like, do you have any emotional charge or stories around that? No, you're just giving them that paper and that's it, right? Like, you know, you're not going to get the paper back because you're making the notes, whatever. So why do you have that around money? Because it's also just a piece of paper. Again, it's because of the stories that you tell yourself around money. We have come to believe certain things around money that we have picked up by our primary caregivers or maybe a friend or peers or Our first job or somebody that we look up to or whatever, like scrolling through Instagram and seeing everybody post their luxurious lifestyle, whatever. Um, We all come to tell ourselves stories around money. But in reality, when it comes down to the piece of paper, it's not like you can use it, like you you can't eat it. It's not going to keep you warm. It's not giving you a roof over your head. It's what you do with the money that counts. And so... Really, I want you to think about it. The last time that you purchased something, um, you exchanged money for something that you loved. You did that because you believed it was worth more value, right? And so then keeping that piece of paper. So you exchanged that piece of paper because you believe that the thing that you want in exchange for that piece of paper has more value than keeping that piece of paper. But in reality, you don't know exactly specifically how valuable that thing is going to be until you get it. So you kind of have to wait until you get it and until you get to try it out, whether it's, um, you know, uh, something tangible, an object Um, or something else, like you first really have to make that exchange, get the thing that you needed or wanted so much and that you believed was worth so much more than just holding on to that piece of paper or to that number on your bank account or the coins in your wallet. And you had to really wait until you got it to really understand and try it out and see how worthy it really was, right? So what I'm trying to say here, um, in essence, is I want you to stop giving money so much power. Think about what it really is. In essence, it is something that us human beings have invented because we wanted something to exchange goods and and we needed something to exchange it with, right? And we have just decided in our society, in most of Western civilization, at least I would say, that that just has become money. But Really, in and of itself, it is just a piece of paper. It is just a coin. It is just a number on your bank account. And you get to decide what you exchange it for. You get to decide what you feel like is uh, worthy enough to exchange money for. Okay. Let me know if this resonates with you in the comments below. But so, Again, in essence, you have to stop giving the money in itself so much power because it's all about the story that you tell yourself around money and the emotional charge around it. So that means if you have limiting beliefs around money, if you have um, negative stories around money that means that you get to rewrite your story you get to choose new beliefs around money okay let me know if that resonates with you drop me a heart in the comments below um if you're feeling this okay and so this is really something that again it comes down to mindset i've said it in yesterday's video as well of your success in dance music comes down to your mindset. And that also goes for money. How you think and feel about money, how you act around money, really says so much about what your results will be when it comes to giving and receiving money, okay? When you're trying to hold on to money because you are really afraid to spend it, and I think all of us have that at some point where when we're about to make a purchase and it's, it's something that we've never done before or it is higher than what we usually spend, it makes us a little nervous and it gives us some fear, right? Like, I totally feel you. And I'm not saying that, you know, cultivating a positive money mindset is going to make that go away. No, it's going to help you to really... Um, just have better positive stories around money and feel better about it instead of feeling that shame, that guilt, sticking your head in the sand and doing nothing and only making your decisions made out of fear because that will keep you small and that will not make you go outside of your comfort zone, that will not help you to up level, to invest in yourself Whether that means that you're buying more gear, you're investing in a coach or a mentor, you're investing in a music production course, or you're learning a new instrument and you're paying money for that, or you're buying the instrument. Like all of those things are decisions that you make for yourself that mean that you're investing in yourself that you exchange money for. However, if you have a negative money mindset, if you have negative stories around money, you will always base your decisions on fear. You will not feel comfortable enough to invest in yourself you will not feel comfortable enough to get paid for the beautiful work that you do and you will always feel uncomfortable and awkward around money and that's going to keep you small and what I want you to do is stop giving money so much power and really start learning to open yourself up for all of the possibilities that money has to offer for you and money really is good it just comes down to you deciding that it is good and you deciding what you can exchange it for so that you can get to your next level, so that you can upgrade your skills, your mindset, your resources, your knowledge, your network, everything that will help you to really up level into another level of your dance music career. And that's really what you're constantly going to be doing is up level, up level, up level as you invest more and more in yourself. 80% 80% of your success in dance music comes from your mindset. That's really where it all starts. And what I know to be true is that focusing on your personal wellness and your mental well being, as well as knowing all of the strategies that go into finishing your tracks and getting your music in the ears of the right people and your DJ sets as well, um, those two combined really will help you to get released and get booked. And that's why I want to invite you to check out my new program, my 21 day wellness program for DJs and producers where you will learn to cultivate your personal wellness and mental well-being to a point where you will know exactly what to do to finish your music and get it in the ears of the right people. And you will learn to do that all within 21 days. It is totally possible for you to do that within 21 days through cultivating your wellness and really feeling good because when you feel good, you do good. What that entails is mindset, learning to be in the right mindset, what that means for you, creating a vision for yourself, a bigger picture vision for what it is that you really want and what drives you. And then thirdly, how to take consistent inspired actions so that you can really learn to get your music in the ears of the right people through learning all of the networking steps that you need to learn in an authentic and effective way to really get in front of the right people. All of those things are the things that you will learn inside of my 21 day wellness program. It's called move the needle. I will drop a link in the comments below so you can check out more information. And currently my waitlist for this program is open. I highly encourage you to get your name on the wait list because I will also be offering exclusive pricing, early bird pricing, exclusive bonuses, um, and just really special giveaways for people who are on the wait list, as well as doing a few Q&A Zoom calls around this course, so that you can ask me all of your questions, including maybe feeling like, "Mm, I don't think I can afford this, like, what do I do? All of those questions we will be covering on those Zoom calls together, but you will have to be on the wait list to get access to all of that, to the Zoom calls, the live Q&As, and the exclusive pricing and bonuses that I will be offering only to waitlisters. So go ahead and drop your name on the waitlist. I would love to be able to support you further on your journey because what I really want for you is that you can get released and get books and move the needle in dance music on your own terms. Oh no.